Ashley. And I'm Caitlin. And this is Reading Between the Roses, a Bachelor podcast. Okay, welcome back, guys, to our podcast. Um, It's been a minute. It's been a while. Yes, thank you, coronavirus. Yeah, yeah. So much, so much has happened, obviously, since then, and our lives have just been so busy with coronavirus. I bought a house, and I mean, we we each have three children. It's just crazy, right? It's been crazy. (laughs) Yes, definitely. With that, we. We still watched the other seasons, guys. Yes. We just, we just mm-hmm. didn't we still didn't have time to be doing the podcast, and we, we really wanted to get back on here. And even though we're three episodes deep, I'm like, you know what? We can still do it. We can still talk about it. We, we, so we will just be recapping um, very, very briefly the first three ep- the first two episodes, and then we will we'll do a more in-depth recap of the third episode of Matt James season. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I did watch um, Claire's season that turned into Tasha's season. Um, what did you think about that one, Ashley? Um, I actually loved it, and I wish we would have podcasted it. There was just so many crazy things being like the first season that they did coronavirus style. Mm-hmm. Where everyone was quarantining, and they couldn't go anywhere, and the La Quinta. Um, and I like Claire, but here's some news for you and everybody else. Um, Claire and Dale have split up or they're taking a break <laughs> what yes it's wow she was like obsessed with him that's probably what he's like i'm out of here <laughs> i i don't know i just saw him post it on social media that they're taking a break and i swear even just like a week ago they had like pictures together so I, yeah. I don't know what's going on there and then in other bachelor news there's a couple other couples that have split up peter and kelly have split up oh so yeah that's that nice. which i'm not he, surprised by that yeah, P- Peter just, I don't even know what that man wants. He doesn't know. <laughs> he doesn't know. I, I read this thing that was like, and guess what? Barb is upset about it or something. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so funny. And then um, from Listen to Your Heart, if you watch that, that was at the beginning of quarantine, mm-hmm. um, Chris and Brie, who were like the quote winners oh, of the they show. They were the cutest. I know. They're so cute, but they still said that they plan to make music together. And it seems very amicable. Like, it it seems like a very healthy, healthy breakup, I guess. It seems to be. They've been, I mean, they've been together for a while then. Because, or. Yeah, I mean, because, you know, when the show airs. In Bachelor (laughs) Nation. (laughs) I know. In Bachelor Land. But I was going to say some, some kind of fun Bachelor news is that Ari and Lauren, Ari was the one who chose Becca and then called off their engagement and then went with Lauren, his runner up. He's the race car driver. Um, they are expecting twins, a boy and a girl. Oh my gosh. That's so fun. And they already have one daughter together named Alessi. And so now they're going to have three oh, kids. And yeah, it's super cute. And anyways, that is your bachelor news breakdown for you. <laughs> um, okay. So let's just get into these episodes because we have a lot to recap and I just want to go over Episode one and two, like lightning round. What, right. what did you think about episode one? Well, so I personally, I don't really care for like the first episode with all the entrances. It's kind of just like boring to me sometimes. I don't know. But um, some of the entrances this time around, I don't really remember that many. But the one that I do remember was the girl that came out with like her vibrator or whatever. Oh, like, yes, Katie. The torch, like, yes, I just. I thought it was funny, but at the same time, I'm like, is this, like, isn't this supposed to be, like, a family show? But uh, truly, it's 
it's not a family show. Um, I don't know. Like, yeah. Because when I watched the <laughs> third episode today, uh, I definitely oh, was like, yeah. kids, go <laughs> to your room. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I, <laughs> I forgot to tell you about that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yes. what, what, what was like, what are some of your, the entrances that you remember? Okay. So there was the girl with the goat feet. <laughs> um, but they were like the, sli- the slipper, the slipper feet. But she actually went home night one, so apparently it wasn't that memorable to him. Yeah. And then there was the spaghetti girl who did the the kiss. Oh, technically yeah. had the first kiss technically. Um, and then there was the girl who didn't have a dress and was like, "Oh, which dress should I wear?" And I'm just in my lingerie. <laughs> and then of course the queen. And then the queen, yeah. And then you know the vibrator, and then the queen. Those are pretty much like memorable things. And then the first impression rose went to. I don't even remember. I remember, but I forgot her name. Oh my gosh, you guys. Is she still there? Yeah, she's still there. She's the one who is deaf. The deaf girl. Okay. I don't know her name, but yes, she's so pretty. Yeah, so she got the first impression rose, and I really like her, and they had a really nice kiss together, and anyway, so that was the first episode. And then, episode two is, there were two one-on-one dates, and a group date. And the group date was the wedding dresses where they take the photos. Yes. Yeah, that looked like so much fun. The game that they played where they just like got, they were like super into it. They were like just that getting does down seem and dirty. fun. Just like you have this like elegant like white dress and just to be like, yeah, you can trash the dress. It just seemed, it did seem fun. Yeah. Well, don't some people like in the real world, not like in the show, th- that's the actual thing, right? Trashing your dress. Yeah, I think, yeah, I actually, yeah, you're probably right. I don't know if it's after a divorce or if it's after that. (laughs) (laughs) But what I'm wondering, okay, does The Bachelor having, like, what is their thing here with group dates or just dates involving wedding dresses? Like, they did it in Tasha's season, which was just this last season that we just finished watching, and now they did it again, like, with wedding dresses in a date and a photo shoot. I- well, I mean, they're on like season 25. They have to like, you know, just reuse some of the same ideas, I guess. I guess. Well, and because we're all still quarantining because of Corona, you know, they can't go anywhere. So I'm really glad we're not the La Quinta anymore. I'll say that. Okay. Yeah. Because if you don't know what I'm talking about in last season for blah, 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 the bachelorette, um, they were at La Quinta in Palm Springs. Mm-hmm. And so now they are at, where are they? I don't know, but it's really nice. It's like a mansion hotel thing. Yes, it's it's a resort. I think that's called a resort. Oh, okay. <laughs> a mansion resort hotel thing. Um, it's in Pennsylvania, and it is. I didn't know that. That's yeah, <laughs> I, I'm just like okay, watching like not knowing where we are, and there there are it's beautiful. Actually, yeah. The other this episode today, I noticed that there's like like trees. And I'm like, that doesn't look like California. <laughs> no, they're not in California. They're in um, Pennsylvania. And it's just beautiful. And it reminds me of where I live. I live in Connecticut. And the, it looks just like that here in the fall. So it's just beautiful. So anyway, so they had the that date. And then they had um, – Sarah had a one-on-one date last week where they went in the airplane, flew around. Mm-hmm. And they had a really nice conversation. And then he had a date with – someone i forgot and they went like on an atv yes and he flipped her her over yes um which i thought that date looked fun minus the like flipping because that might honestly that might have been a little like traumatic kind of well yeah especially (laughs) like she's like she was like kind of shy about it and he's like doing all these turns and she's like basically driving a minivan and then she goes on his and and 
tries to kill her. Like, no, <laughs> I would never ride. I would never trust a man ever again to drive me. And I love how he's like, do you trust me? And she's like, yeah. And then he's yes. like, crash. <laughs> I know. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Was, so, okay. Anyway, let's just get into this episode. But first thing. Okay. I want to know because I've heard a few of my other friends watch the show. And, you know. Other friends. Okay. Just, it's okay. <laughs> okay. Everybody calm down. Um, and people have told me, and I want to know what you think about this statement. Do you think he opens his eyes when he kisses? Yes. Oh my <laughs> God. Yes. I noticed that. First of all, first of all, I almost get like a little sick to my stomach when I see him kiss somebody because he like, he automatically goes in with an open mouth right away. Yes. And his bottom <laughs> lip is like on her chin and the top is like on the nose it's a very big kiss and I'm like okay um that looks messy but yes and his eyes are always open I've noticed that too yeah I'm starting to look for it now because I've had a few people point it out to me and here's the thing here's what I think about Matt so far just overall um if you don't know Matt James he's never been on the show before and this is the first time that they've ever done that in this history of this show where they've well I don't know maybe a history but (laughs) <laughs> Maybe like the first person was never on it. But besides that, everyone else was, who was cast as a lead has been a contestant. So he's never been a contestant on the show. Interesting. However, he was cast to be a contestant on Claire's season. But then when the pandemic hit and with filming and all the crazy stuff that was going on, they chose him to be the next Bachelor, um, which kind of worked out because they had to change their filming schedule. So they couldn't do it how they normally do. Right. So they picked him and he actually already has like a really big following and he he's just this really feeling how do you say that word philanthropical philanthropical i don't know he i don't even know he anyways he has this like charity where he does really good work and he's like lives in new york city anyways he seems like a great guy um and he's the first black bachelor so everyone's really excited about that and i am excited for the season but it's interesting watching because i've noticed in these episodes so far that you can tell He's never done this before because he seems like nervous and a little like uncomfortable in situations. I don't know, like because I've seen the show a lot, I definitely can tell he's like new to this experience. Well, then maybe it will actually work out for him because like, I mean, I don't know why they keep saying stuff like in the different seasons and interviews and things like I I trust the process. Like, like you've seen that this works you know, and things like that. And I'm like, in 25, it's this 25th season, right? Or 26th. Yeah. yeah it's, like um, it's like, there's what, two couples that have asked that are still married? Yeah, there's really not that many. I mean, maybe, maybe so more like, than two, but yeah. Yeah. So maybe, maybe since he's just a regular guy, maybe it will work out for him. I sure hope so. Yeah, that, that would be good. Um, So <laughs> let's get in. Let's get into this episode. Um. There's quite a bit to unpack here. So we start, like, the episode starts off. First of all, okay, I made a note about this. What the heck is going on with the intros to these new Bachelor episodes? Like, I turn it on to watch, and all of a sudden I'm like, wait, did I skip something? Like, what? Like, it just, like, starts. And I'm going to tell you that I'm not a fan. Okay, Bachelor producers. I'm not a fan of it. (laughs) I noticed that, too. Like, they, they keep showing, like, a clip of, like, something dramatic that happens in the episode. But I feel like the way they're just, like, so pay attention. The next episode you guys watch, as soon as you start watching it, if you don't go, wait, what? Is this the middle? Did I skip something? 
then let me know because that's how every episode I've started so far. That's how I started. I'm like, like yeah, what happened? It's like this new intro. They've never done that before, and I I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely weird. Uh, I didn't I I but you know I've only seen like however many seasons, so I guess I didn't realize like that that's not normal. Yeah, I, like I think they've done that, but anyways, it's just a little weird. So the episode starts off, and they're finishing the rose ceremony, and um. Can you believe Victoria got Marilyn sent home? Like, that was... <gasps> that irritated me so much. It did. Like, me too. First of all, that whole fight thing that went down in the second episode was like... It was about nothing. It was, it was about, about nothing. nothing. Like, she's like, she is so um, fake and like this and that. But like everything that Mar- Marilyn had said in their conversation was like a normal... I, she didn't seem like a bad person at all yeah she honestly seemed so sweet and she was trying to be you know mature and adult about it It was like hey we can talk about this she's like uh no bye and then anyways I just felt bad I thought I hope Matt is watching this back and going yeah wow like again this kind of shows how he's new to the show as Mm -hmm. being a lead and I just I just really felt like he he shouldn't have done that like Right, because she's she goes up and is like, I Mar- I have to tell you that Marilyn's a bad person and blah, blah, blah. And, like, I feel like normally if it were somebody that's used to this situation, right? they they would be like, oh, you know, this this is the kind that's just starting well, drama. That's the, but, exactly, because if he'd been in this position before, he'd been in the house with all the guys, he'd know that, you know, people are different in different situations. And he wouldn't just go off of what one person says. You know, he would say, okay, let me make up my mind for myself is what I think he should do. Right. Anyways, I was just annoyed by it. I, I felt bad for her. And I know she seemed so sweet. But um, so she's gone, unfortunately. Um, who else left? Anyone that we remember? I don't think so. No, but I remember like at the end, right? So Sarah starts to like faint and everyone's like, oh my gosh, she okay? <laughs> like, honestly, you guys, this whole episode was like about Sarah and all the drama about Sarah. And it really just made me feel all I had ways. so many emotional ups and downs or like, the way I felt about Sarah through this episode went like, you know, up and down. Like at first when she fainted, I was like, oh man, I'd probably be the one that faint because like, I always think about how long they're standing there and how they're so yeah. tired and stuff. And so like, I've always been like, when I watched the rose ceremony, I'm always like, man, someone going to faint? Like I would faint. So, I mean, I was like, oh, poor girl, you know, I totally for that. Like, yeah. But then, like, as the episode went on and how emotional she was and stuff, I was just like, oh, my gosh, get over yourself. But then towards the end, I was like, oh, and I felt bad for her. So it went, like, yeah, I know. Okay, so directions. so basically, like, as the episode goes on, right, um, mm-hmm. these girls get called on a group date. Sarah's not on the group date, okay? It's a small selection of girls. And that's when they go and they do the, like, erotic storytelling reading with each other. Oh, my gosh. Which... I kind of thought, like, personally, it was hilarious. Like, I I mean, I don't know. Like, would I have wanted to do that date? No. But I thought that seemed like a fun – like, you know, sometimes when, like, you're doing, like, icebreakers and they make you do something that just makes you really uncomfortable and, like, everyone's doing it. And so then you all just kind of feel like, oh, I guess it's fine. Like, I don't know. Oh, my gosh. They looked like they had so much fun. They yeah. were all laughing hysterically. I just wanted them to unbleep it. I want to know what they were talking about. <laughs> You're going to put what, where, and do what with it? What? <laughs> I know. And honestly, like, here's the thing. I know they were probably saying all these dirty and raunchy things, and everyone was just, like, freaking out. But it was, like, I just thought it was just, like, kind of a 
fun, like a funny date. I thought it was Mm -hmm. funny. And so Sarah was, she wasn't on the date, but they called the other girls, you know, to, to be like, um, what do you call that? The audience. The live audience. Yeah. Yeah. She was an audience. So she, what did she say? She's like, oh my gosh, hearing that was like a dagger to the heart. And I thought, I honestly, in that moment, I thought she needs to take a chill pill. Like I know she had a date with him and I know they started building a connection, but the fact that like all these other women were saying similar things about Matt, like it, it was just all in good fun. Like it, right. was, it wasn't honest. It wasn't, I mean, it wasn't their honest, whatever. It was just fun. Like that's what right. I think. Yes, I totally agree. She definitely overreacted. Like it was just, it was just a fun, funny date. It's not like they're telling stories of experiences they had with Matt. Like, I mean, Ex- exactly. Like a- I'm like, honestly, like a lot of, a lot of these girls haven't ever even spoken to Matt. This is some like the first or second time they've talked. They barely have a connection. So I think she was just, I mean, and, and here's kind of what it comes down to in the end. I just think she's definitely just not like made for this um, experience. Right. And then, and then, and then towards the end of the episode, we kind of also learn a couple other, well, another reason why she was probably struggling. And I wish I would have remembered that because then I would have maybe not been so hard on her Well, in my mind. You know, well, yeah. So. And so then like, you know, the, the group date, like they finished that stuff and then they have like the after party. And so then it was just interesting to me because what do you think? So, oh, so yeah, Sarah, right. Again, wasn't on the date, but she heard the little stories. She's like back at the house, like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I just can't stop thinking about it. And I just, I'm just so like worried about our relationship. And so she goes and interrupts Katie at, at the after party when she wasn't even on the date. Okay. That was so disrespectful and very, very selfish because I agreed with every single thing that the girls on that group date and the girls in the house had to say about what Sarah did. I think that was rude. If you can't go until the next time that you see him to say something, that's selfish. And like, especially since the girls were like, some of us on this group date hadn't even talked to him. You've gone on a whole one-on-one with him. Like, come on. You don't need exactly. to time. That's out of all the seasons that I've watched, the one thing that's very like, you know, is a hot commodity is like their, their, um, you know, sense of currency or whatever is time. Like you yes. have to have time with them, obviously. And I thought that was rude. And I think that he really bothered me in this episode because he was almost like catering to it. Like he was and like, this is where I think it, it plays into him never being on the show before. He has a serious disadvantage. And now I'm starting to see the yeah. faults in that where I'm like, oh, I thought this would be really good. I think he's he's making some big mistakes because – I mean, he seems like such a sweet guy that when he had said to the house, like, if, you know, she was just struggling and it, I, I would be there for you guys emotionally if you were struggling Yes, with he said for too. anyone. But that's the yeah. problem because he's never been in that position. One girl says later on in the show, she's like, like, we're all having a hard time in this process. They're like, if we went and talked to him every time I felt insecure, right. like, I would always be talking to him. Like, that's just – he, I wonder then if she's never been on the show. You mean like seen the show? Yes. Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm like, well, of course she's never been on the show, Caitlin. Uh, um, but it's like, I, I don't know. I, I think Matt, this is the problem. Okay. Okay, Matt James is the problem. I think <laughs> he's trying to date these girls like he would normally date in the real world. Like he said, if it was any of you, I would be there for you. But I'm like, the fact that he took that time to, away from the other people 
was disrespectful to those other girls. Especially when he goes up, he's about to take uh, Serena. Yeah, on, Serena uh, P on a date, and he goes upstairs and is like making out with her. He gives and, her like, special attention. Calming, and again, that yeah. just and I like I swear, like I totally believe it's all innocent on his part. It's just his rookie mistakes that he's making. Um, and so, like you know, Sarah coming into that group date, I think. Unless she was telling him some big major news or she was about to okay. leave. Well, she that's what she was. So in the end, that's how she justified it to the girls. When she finally came down after being a baby and having a tantrum in her room for three days, when she finally came down to apologize, um, that's what she said is, well, no, I was literally about to leave. No, she wasn't. Because no. at least from what I can remember, when she went to go talk to him, she was just feeling insecure. And she mentioned she had said something like, I don't know if this if I'm cut out for this, but she never said, I have my bags ready and I'm ready to leave or whatever. Mm-hmm. That didn't happen. So she like totally made that up because she was getting ganged up on. And I do think that every single thing that the girls said was valid. I do think that you know, Sarah was definitely wrong, but it would be very, I could try and like think of how I would feel in that position. And that would feel really bad to have every single girl there, you know, saying that stuff to you. And then even towards the end, when I think was a Victoria had said like, um, the rest of your time here is going to be miserable or well, yeah, this, like is, this is my problem too. Cause it's like, like I said, I felt like emotionally, like pulled back and forth in this episode uh-huh, because uh-huh. because I related with the girls and I thought okay her coming in and interrupting and then and just honestly she kind of was being but little, she, she was being she a little baby it, about it she made it so much worse first of all you made a mistake by interrupting Katie and then asking for him to walk you out and all this stuff. like that was like situation number one that was wrong but then she goes and is like literally crying for three days and not interacting with any of the other girls that yeah. was that's what made it worse. Well, like, here's the thing. Like, her interrupting, right? I'm like, couldn't that have waited? Like, yeah. that conversation wasn't so serious and dire that you needed to do that. Like, how many seasons have we seen where, like, after the date's over and they go and the, the person goes home, like, one of the girls slips out of the hotel, goes and finds his room and is like, hey, I need to talk to you. She should have done that. She should have just right. done that. And so that way she wouldn't have upset the other girls and it wouldn't have been this whole thing. And I think for her to be this insecure in the very beginning, it, it's clear that this process is just, she cannot handle it. However, right. and then I, what? I was going to say, however, I thought when it came to like, when she came down and tried talking to the girls, I thought the girls were, they literally ganged up on her so hard. They bullied her so badly. And then it made me feel bad because I, I did understand what they were saying, but I think they were attacking her way too viciously over it Eh, I don't know I think it probably felt like that because there's every single one of them was saying something to her but like she really didn't from the very beginning say like I made a mistake my bad you know whatever and then moved on what she was doing is she was justifying it by lying and saying she was getting had her bags and was ready to leave and then and then cried in her room for three days and didn't interact with the girls and so that's why like when she was saying something to the girls it was like you know you know me and my heart and all of them are like literally I've never talked to you like we don't have anything we, uh, you don't even communicate with us or hang out with us or anything like well I think it was just like I said I I understand where they were coming from but I don't think 
I don't think Sarah was truly trying to be malicious, but after I've thought about it and I've, you know, watched the episode and I've thought it over, I just think, again, she's just not made for this process because she was just being very selfish and wasn't taking any, because that's the thing when she's like, oh, these insecurities. And it's like, she didn't take anyone else into consideration. Just like you said, so many of those girls, they never even had a date with him. They never even spoke to him. She had an entire day with him. She should have waited. And so the whole thing turned into a big mess because I just think. Well, I was, I was starting to think that maybe they, maybe he like would have ended up with her in the end because he was he wanted her to... so much. He was favoring her so yes. much. Over the... And, and, and he didn't want her to leave. And so I'm like, okay, well, if he thought that she was a little too sensitive or insecure or whatever, he wouldn't like, he'd be like, oh, okay. Like if, but if he truly saw in the end that they would be together, he was asking her to stay. Why would he want her to like basically punish herself or whatever? Yeah. Um, or suffer even for like, and then down the road when they're, you know, two, what, three girls left, then send her home. That's kind of rude. <laughs> like that would, so, I mean, I kind of was like, um, well, you said, you I know. think so I know we're like skipping like the one-on-one we'll talk about. Sorry. <laughs> and, no, it's totally fine. But like, you know, in the end she's like, she's back and she's just like crying in the room. And then, um, Katie, it wasn't Katie. I was, I just put in my notes, brown haired girl. I couldn't remember. It was Katie. Yeah. Katie, like it really made me like her because, you know, she was the one who he, she had interrupted and like, she obviously had a beef with her about it. She, she went up just to check on her. And that's kind of when they had that, that really. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I teared up. And then, it, and then it just made me feel bad for being like, ah, Sarah, step in line. And yeah. Basically was bringing up again, how, yes, part of it, her thinking about leaving was because of the girls in the house, which I understand they were all being kind of mean to her. I I think it was like, again, the whole situation was messy on all parts, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but then she was talking about her dad and how, you know, he's dying of ALS. And I think that's what it is. Yes. Yes. And that made me so sad. Like, Oh my gosh, I was crying right along with them. And, um, the fact that she had said, like, it's not a matter of um, months or years when we're going to lose him, but weeks. And I'm like, girl, why did you even go? Go be with your dad. Why are you there? Yes, leave. So, so it was really sweet that Katie bonded over and she was saying that she'd lost her dad to, you know, mm-hmm. several years back. And she's like, if I could get any time back with my dad, I would just, just go. And it felt very genuine. Oh my gosh. Yes. I, and I, okay. So at this moment I am calling it. My favorite is Katie because then when she goes back to talk with the girls, she's so classy about it. Like she's like, girls, you know, um, she left and this is what she was talking about. And I'm not going to mention it, but there was a I family know. thing. I, she was so discreet about everything. I was shocked and- too. I Because honestly, if it was me, I probably would have been like, but I just would not like being malicious. I would have just like said it. And so I kind of thought that I agree with you. It was totally classy yeah. for her to not not tell her business you know it was it was really classy yes yeah and then she and that's what because like victoria started doing her stupid little clap like yay she's gone but then kitty was like no we need to keep it classy through this situation and we need to like blah 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 so i love her and she's making yeah and you know it was just what she said was just a really good reminder for people in general in the world just saying that hey you don't know what someone could be going through so we just need to be kind and I thought that is a really good message to take away from this episode um and so yeah she does go home you know Matt tries to convince her to stay but again she's not cut out for the process the girls were being mean and and her dad is dying and yeah I, I think she made the right 
I think she made the right. I don't even know how you could be in the right headspace like at all. Yeah. And I'll, you know, that's part of it. And obviously like this situation is, you know, it's like a experiment that these, <laughs> yeah, this whole thing. So I, yeah, <laughs> she, she made the right choice. I felt, cause I did like her and I, I felt bad and I also didn't like her. I don't know. She sent me on this emotional <laughs> roller coaster. I know. Come on, girl. We're only three episodes uh, in. Okay. But anyway, so let's go to the other one-on-one. Serena. Er, yes. Um, so they go horseback riding and it looked really fun. Like every time they do horseback riding dates, I'm like, I want to go. I know. Like, I know. I start Googling like <laughs> horseback riding locations near me. <laughs> I think, why doesn't my husband take me on horseback riding dates? Like what the heck? <laughs> yeah. I love it. So, um, so their date looked like a lot of fun. And then they had their little picnic with the donkeys. That looked so Donkey cute. was so cute. I know. I I wrote that down. I'm like, the donkey was so adorable. And then they started talking. He had a pet turtle. Okay, okay, okay. I was just <laughs> going to say, she's like, I loved their conversation about the turtle. Because she's like, a pet turtle? Like, were you a weird kid? Like, because I was thinking, like, what does a pet turtle, like, do? And you know, why is it? That, like, my son, he got a hermit crab for his birthday he picked it out and bought it and all that stuff and I'm like why do you want a hermit crab like those kinds of animals they just sit there and you take care of them like like, what at she least says. she's like doesn't just sit there and he goes no it like can feel your emotion she's like oh like a therapy turtle <laughs> yeah yeah I loved it I love that conversation I think they're so cute together I really um, like her and okay 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 on their date he said he's never had a cheese board like what the charcuterie he does? yeah what a weirdo what and he's like i don't really like wine well that right there well can't date you weirdo <laughs> i know i'm like a charcuterie where okay i don't even drink okay i don't drink wine i, I don't drink nothing i love charcuterie boards okay i don't care yes. i love cheese i love meat i love crackers i love mm, delicious i'm like wow i just thought that i thought that was very noteworthy so Anyways, if you guys yeah. have never also had on the date, he said that he has he feels like now that he's an adult and things like he has never been in love. That was kind of yes, and well, no. So here, here I did hear an interview with him where he was talk, kind of talking about that, and he was saying that you know in his past, you know, in college and all his other years, like he's had relationships and he did feel that he was in love, but now that he's older, he said he just he realizes that. Um, that wasn't a like the type of love that he's looking right. for now because he was saying like you know in those days he's like I wasn't willing to change anything or move or do any of these things and he's like and to me that's what love is like you're willing to do anything and he's like and that's not I've never been in that place before mm-hmm. well, I thought, oh, that, that makes sense it makes more sense. I mean it makes sense definitely like yeah but um she is so cute I loved when she said that she's falling in like with him that yes I think that people in this show are are so quick to say they're falling in love. And she said that she tends to move slow. So I really liked that she said falling in love. Because I I could, I'm like, oh, I I know what that means. Like, I know how that feels. Like, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's not relatable. And I I, I thought the date was fabulous. And, you know, and then they obviously go into the the promo, like, at the end of the episode where they show, I guess, next week there's, like, five new girls coming. Like, So, first of all, actually, right when the limo or whatever the car was comes up, I'm like freaking Sarah. I it's freaking Sarah, but it wasn't. It's a girl. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. So I definitely think, and it made me think about Sarah too. I was like, you know, it's really good that Sarah because I'm just telling you, oh, as, she as this goes, yeah, she just would have gotten 
it would have gotten harder and but harder okay actually her. i don't understand why they are bringing more girls in because first of all their group the beginning the first set of girls whatever the first day you know was so big so big to where the first group date was 18 girls yeah i don't do they normally do this i know they do no this. they don't yeah, do like this. This is why I, I think understand. they're doing it. This this is my theory. I cannot confirm anything. He doesn't anything. like any of them, so he wants more? No. <laughs> this is my theory. It's because of the pandemic. I think it's because they can't change locations, and so I think they're just trying to keep it spicy. They're trying to keep it interesting for television. And, you know, they did say they had a record number of applicants, so they obviously have a lot of people to choose from. So they, they gave him the most girls on night one. And then they're like, Hey, how can we keep this interesting? How can we escalate it and make it different and new when we can't go anywhere, but this resort for the entire season? That's my theory. I don't know for sure, but no, they've never done that before. So, yeah. I mean, you can only have so many picnic dates. I feel like they've already done two, haven't they? (laughs) Yes. Yes, they have. So, and I I did think, you know, when I first watched Claire and Tasha's season, I was always like, Hmm, like, how's this going to be when they can't go anywhere? And so it was kind of interesting. Some of the dates that they created and some of them were like winners and some of them were like, Oh, that's so cute. They're trying. How cute. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, anyway, so next week should be interesting. I mean, I guess technically those five new girls could potentially, because we're only on week, that will be a week four. So, I mean, it's not like there's any serious uh, relationships or bonds yet that I know of. Yeah, exactly. So we will just have to watch and see. Thank you guys for coming back to our podcast, um, supporting us, and just, you know, being Bachelor fans, because that's what we do. Yeah. Bye!